All right, y'all, welcome to PTC Cast episode 22. Today, Chris and I dive a little bit into building muscle mass versus just putting on fat tissue and how to approach your weight gain if you're trying to put on some muscle, if you're trying to build some tissue, which you probably should be. Mm-hmm. But this podcast is brought to you by progressthroughchange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. It's like a 10-second sign-up if even that I would highly recommend. Y'all enjoy the episode. Here, you're chewing that gum. I know I just swallowed it, so I wouldn't hear that shit. <laughs> Bro, you can't swallow your gum, man. It stays in your gut for like seven years. Really? No. Oh. I mean, that's what... You've never heard that before? I have, but that's I didn't like know if I, it was yeah, true, but I trust I, you, motherfucker. I doubt it. No, I doubt <laughs> it. I, don't. I sure hope not. Could you imagine if it that shit actually just like stuck to your gut lining and just sat there and calcified and... I don't know, bro. That sounds like, pretty delicious to me. And get a little burst of mint in my gut. Ooh, Over the yeah. next seven years, I don't know about all that. And then by now, I probably have like a hundred pieces of bubble gum. Are you a big gum guy, Alex? I have gum in my car right now. I have gum in my backpack. Really? I have gum in my drawer at home, and I snap them in half because I only Is like it just to choose. A, it's a focus thing. I think so. Yeah, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Yeah, we did. But yeah, I like to snap them in half, and I use them every time I work or do anything honestly dang the only time i'm really chewing gum is if i'm uh dieting and i'm Mm -hmm. trying to like uh does that actually help like i mean it it gives you like some flavor and something to chew on i guess so yeah kind of but there's not many times where i'm dieting so hard that i feel like i need to have some gum you know that's usually like a bodybuilding prep thing or something like that you know if you're on a regular diet trying to lose some weight and you feel like you have to chew some gum you're probably dieting too hard. Oh like, heck yeah! You know, or doing so. like the saliva spit. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, man. Well, and I know I know some people who are like, like they have hunger pains and shit, like a day and a half in, and I'm like, bro, are you just not eating? <laughs> yeah, they just cut their calories. We need some like more. In sh- half. Yeah, they, we need a little more structure to this, man. But when it comes to gaining weight, I mean, when it comes to gaining weight, it's almost like it's the reverse. Instead of just not eating, people will be like, oh, I'm just gonna eat everything. Especially, especially dudes, yeah, especially man. guys. Guys will be like, "Man, I want to put some weight on. I'm just gonna eat everything. I'm gonna eat these Doritos. I'm gonna stop at McDonald's twice. You know, the whole nine yards." What makes them think that that's a good? Because we think I say we that, think that's exactly we think, what I did. Yeah, I mean, we think bigger is better for yeah. sure. I think we think bigger is stronger. We think bigger is more muscular. We think everything we eat will just be converted into muscle. There's some people who think that you get fat and then you turn the fat into muscle. <laughs> So I was, I was you know, one of those people, you know, I've, yeah. And I've, I've heard people say that before, but, um, yeah. So it's just, uh, it's interesting though, man, that we just, we try to simplify things as much as like, Oh, don't eat or, Oh, eat more. And it's like, at it's, at it's very, very core. Yeah, maybe. But like, that's nowhere close to optimal. Like if you, if you're bloated your first day of trying to gain weight, or if you're starving your first day of trying to lose weight, you've probably set something up wrong. Yeah. And it, if they don't know any better, they probably think that that's how they're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. Cause I know, you know, whenever I was yeah. gaining weight and I was, you know, you know, going to the bathroom a ton and I was feeling bloated all the time yeah. and I was feeling full all the time. I was like, okay, I'm on the right track yeah. here. When no, you know, you need to do it very, very mm-hmm. incrementally. Yeah. And that's the same, you know, with me starving myself, like almost every workout, I would almost black out, you know, just from <laughs> the little amount of calories I had. And, you know, I thought that I was on the right track. I was like, okay, cool. I almost passed out this workout. I'm doing great (laughs) tomorrow. Oh, but yeah, like it's not sustainable. And, you know, like after I, you know, 
lost all that weight and I was eating that little amount of calories, I actually started gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you told me why. It's because I just took it too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you have to keep in mind, like, your body is, your body's only concern is, like, staying alive. Yeah. So it's like your body will figure out whatever way to function. You know, if it's, if you're eating a thousand calories a day, well, then you'll just progressively lose weight until a point where you're either losing lean tissue, you're just becoming dehydrated, you're losing connective tissue. I mean, who knows what, maybe not connective tissue, but I mean, your body will, will eat away at itself if you're not properly fueling it for sure. So it's definitely a little, um, you can't just, you can't just blow it out of the water. There's a science to it. Yeah, you have to be a little bit more approached, man, because there's no better way to hurt yourself than trying to go balls to the wall in the gym on half the food you're used to, Mm. you know, or there's no better way to get super fat by stuffing your face at every single meal and thinking that you're getting swole when really you're just getting swollen. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, just getting inflammation out out of the the wazoo. Yeah, so, and that's at the wazoo, he said. I've never used that expression before, but I like it. That just shows you how we're getting older. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, it's, it's just funny to me that we always seem to make things like as simple as, like I used to, like I said, when I was 16 or 17, man, I was eating two peanut butter jelly sandwiches and a glass of milk every night before bed. Cause man, that was the only way I was getting in an extra, whatever, 1500 calories or whatever bullshit. Yeah. And just like looking back now, man, it's like, I wasn't even training hard enough to utilize those calories, Exactly. let alone like need them for recovery or something like that. So it's just funny how we create these conceptions in our head, man. So I remember being 17 and watching the scale or 16 and, and watching the scale climb all the way to 200. And I, dude, I dead ass. Like I, and I'm so, I'm not even embarrassed to say this, but like, I really thought like I was just getting swole out of my mind. Yes. Like I really just thought like, oh man, I'm training six days a week. The scale's going up. I'm getting stronger. Like uh-huh. I must just be fucking the next Mr. Oh man. Yeah. And it's could- just. You, you hear about like bulking season and all yeah, of this exactly. and people putting on, you know, like yeah. 30 pounds for the winter. It was winter. like perma bulk and everything. And, and we almost like glorify it, which definitely, which man, like it's fine if you're, you know, a buck 10 soaking wet and you're 16 and you're just in it to, to put some size on. There's nothing wrong with that. But like majority of us, especially, you know, the, the normal average Joe dad bod, like we need to be a little bit more conscious of, of how much we're eating to be sure we're not overfeeding, you know? Heck yeah. if, I don't think anybody needs more than a three to 500 calorie surplus a day tops. If yeah. you get any, if you're, if you're any more than that, you're training hard as all hell, man. If you're, if you're any more than that, you are really murdering it in the gym. 100%. And your sleep is on point. Like you, you gotta get a lot of things right. If you're trying to utilize more than a three to 500 calorie per day surplus. Yeah. Right now I'm peaking for that powerlifting meet, mm-hmm. um, in March 26th and I'm only at a 300 calorie surplus. Yeah. And that's on my training days. On my heavy training days, I'm at a 500 calorie surplus. But, you know, those are the days where I'm in the gym for, you know, four hours yeah. or sometimes even more. And I need those extra carbs. So yeah. it's for a specific reason. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these people, they're, yeah, they're on a 500 calorie plus surplus, even on the days that they're not training. Yeah. And, it's I, you know, there's probably no strategy behind it, and it's probably just you know something that they heard yeah. that they have to do, and shit, they they most likely don't even know how many calories of a surplus that they're in. Well, and what's what's kind of funny to me too, and maybe this is like the wrong way to look at it, but it's just kind of how my brain goes is like it's it should be humbling for some people to sit here and hear that you, someone who, and not to blow smoke up your ass, but someone who is essentially at at the peak of their powerlifting game. You know, to think that like, oh yeah, no, I need a thousand calorie surplus a day. And here you are moving, you know, whatever, 
700 pounds in the squat, 700 pounds in the dead, five, 400 pounds on the bench press. And, yeah. and for someone to sit there and think like, no, I need, I need twice the amount of energy that guy's pulling in every no. day. Like it does, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like we, your body is only capable of so much. Mm-hmm. So to sit there and think that like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> these two peanut butter jelly sandwiches and glass of milk are really doing me right is just a, a blind way of thinking. Yeah. And not only that, but you know, another thing, you know, you have to question, um, when, you know, you do decide to, you know, gain weight or, you know, lose weight is what are, you know, what's the goal behind it? What are, what are the intentions? Because if it's for like, in my case, something for strength, then if you really think about it, there is no point in having a calorie surplus besides, you know, recovery, because you don't need to be bigger to be stronger. Um, because at this point you're training like your neuromuscular system Mm -hmm. and your technique, uh, efficiency and all of that. So if you're powerlifting, yeah, if you're powerlifting. So yeah, yeah. Like, you you know, you have to question your intentions behind it. Now, you know, if you're bodybuilding and you know, you want to put on, you know, like 30 pounds for the winter season or whatever, like that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. What kind of bodybuilder needs to do that? Yeah. You know, if anything, it's a couple pounds, like maybe one or two pounds, a week. And do you think that that's even too much? Uh, a week? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely yeah. Think that's too much. Yeah, man. I mean, you can look at uh, competitive bodybuilders who might not be the best example, but just to give you some context, I mean, competitive bodybuilders are guys who are like essentially living to train, right? They yeah. sleep a ton. They're training whatever, twice a day. There aren't a lot of drugs. They're pounding food. And if somebody puts on like 10 pounds in a year that's on stage of, weight, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. And that's a huge difference. Like, go to your grocery store, get 10 pounds of 93.7 ground beef, and imagine putting that on your frame. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of tissue, man. And so for somebody to sit here and think like, yeah, I'm going to put on 30 pounds in in, uh, three months or, you know, over the fall or something like that. And it's like, I mean, dude, more power to you. But for you to think that anything, I mean, 80, 90% of that is just going to be fat for you to burn off later, man. That you're going to be pissed off later. That's going to take away from your health that's going to take away from your performance that's going to negatively impact your hormones like it's just not worth getting fat Mm -hmm. it's not it's if you're trying to put on muscle man it's not worth getting fat i'm telling you yeah like you may you may you know feel a little bit stronger in the gym or you know be happy that you are gaining this weight but you know what other areas is it going to affect like your energy is going to go down um you know your probably self-image is going to go down like a lot of things are going to go down and, you know, if you're not eating the right foods, then, you know, your stomach and all of that is not going to be feeling good. That, mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. I mean, you're, you're opening up a bad can of worms as far as, you know, I mean, gut issues, inflammation issues, sleep issues. If you're stuffing your face close to bedtime, I mean, sleep apnea, if your neck's getting too thick, like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's tons of, tons of different, um, negative impacts that come with the old school like dirty bulk and i think you know part of it is like culturally we've kind of made it like a joke you know like a perma bulk like oh i'm always gaining weight or i got a power belly or whatever which like yeah i don't know man it's fine you know to each his own but my big thing is like if health is even kind of on your radar like that's definitely something you want to pay attention to like you shouldn't be just blowing it out of the water with your calories yeah this is a long-term game so since we're talking about you know, gaining weight, kind of like, what's your approach to it? I know you said, you know, 300 to 500 calories max uh, Mm -hmm. surplus, but uh, like kind of walk me through, you know, what, like, what are those calories coming from? Is it from carbs? Um, 
like what are the protein what's the protein looking like yeah so as soon as you uh, so here i always like to take it from a standpoint of i'm taking on a new online client yeah and they don't have much experience at all with nutrition and maybe they've been in the gym like a little bit so typically like where i like to start is i like to start them with like a protein minimum which i'm just going to base off their week one food journal you know if it's someone who's usually getting like 75 grams of protein a day, give or take, I'm going to set their first goal at 100 grams okay. just to try to get them eating a little bit more. And I'm going to slowly crank that up, whether it's 15, 20, 25 grams a week or every other week, depending on how well they're doing with it, um, until we can get them to at least 0.82 grams per body pound, eventually a gram per body pound. Gotcha. Um, and that's going to be for a lean individual too. You know, if you're 30, 40% body fat, there's no point of doing a gram per pound of protein because then you're just pounding protein for almost no reason. Okay. But, um, so that's, that's like where I like to start. But as far as like creating the surplus, I usually take it from carbohydrate. So again, where I usually approach with my online clients and I will try to approach it from, you know, a more flexibility thing. Cause I'm not training, you know, coaching professional bodybuilders or anything like that. Like these are average Joe's. So mm-hmm. typically what I like to start, if someone's trying to gain weight, I'm like, all right, we're eating at least this amount of calories, at least this grams of protein. And we're trying to not go over this gram of carbohydrate. Okay. So the goal there being like that carbohydrate is enough for us to train, recover and and build some tissue with. And the protein is obviously the same is, is enough for us to recover and put on some tissue and everything else just kind of falls into place around those parameters. So calories to be sure the energy is where it needs to be protein to be sure that we're actually building tissue the way we need to be and carbohydrates to be sure that we're, we're fueling exercise the way we need to be and recovering from exercise the way we need to be too. So as far as like, you know, what are the specifics? Again, I would start someone with a little bit more protein than they're used to and slowly crank them up to where they're, where I want them to be. And then I'm usually not taking anyone past a gram per body pound. You know, if somebody wanted to go crazy and train twice a day or something like that, you can start making an argument for like 1.25 grams per body pound or something like that. But that's really going to be the people who are, this is like their full-time thing, you know, or it's the thing that they're paying the most attention to. But I would say the way the where the place people fumble the most is they just again man they just think that more is better mm-hmm. they just think that oh if if he wants me to do twenty five hundred calories a day I'm gonna do thirty five hundred calories a day it's like no man yeah, doesn't, that's a you're, huge you're not doing jump. anything with those thousand calories it's just stressing your system it's just sitting there it's adipose tissue it's not doing anything for you another so, thing is you were, you said that you were or you use the majority of you know that surplus calories from carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. I noticed that a big mistake people will do is they'll fill those excess calories with uh, fats instead, which, you know, that can come from like pizzas and you know, oh, yeah. like junk, just, I guess you could say just junk food. Yeah. So I like how you um, said that you utilize carbs for specifically for uh, mm-hmm. recovery and uh, training purposes. Mm-hmm. So there's strategy behind that. Yeah, and there, there are some people who definitely function better on fats. I think a lot mm-hmm. of that is going to be more of a, a genetic predisposition. But for most people, I tend to start with carbs. And I try to be like not super heavy-handed with them. You know, if it's a 16-year-old kid who's just trying to put on tissue, maybe we'll be a little bit more aggressive. But if it's, you know, 40 or 50-year-old man or woman that's, you know, trying to not get super heavy set or anything, I'll be a little bit more patient with the carbs. So, you know, we'll we'll start smaller and we'll make increments at a slower pace. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing is just not overloading your system right off the bat. So like typically with people, I try to start with as minimal carbs as we can and then build them up over time. I say as minimal as we can. I want to be sure everybody's getting at least a hundred, 150 grams minimum, but then we're trying to crank it up over time. 
Because if you crank it up it instantly, that's when you start feeling the effects. Your body doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. 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 Your and it's like, it. whoa. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Because essentially the goal is to get everybody to a point where they're eating as many calories as they can while adjusting their body weight the way we want it to. Gotcha. So, you know, if you're wanting to lose weight and we're at whatever, 1,500 calories a day right now, well, my goal is to get us up to like 17 or 1,800 and keep us losing weight, right? And we do that through training and through slow adjustments. But essentially, you always want to have as much food as you can because training is the way that you you cause a body transformation. Training is the way you build tissue. Training is the best way to burn calories if you're mm-hmm. doing it efficiently. So I really look at everything through a standpoint of how do we optimize training? Does that make sense? Yeah, you got me thinking. Um, you know, when you said that you want to eat as much food as you can uh, for training purposes, so how would you build, you know, I guess that new baseline? Is it just, you know, training and nutrition, um, like recording those things and then slowly increasing mm-hmm. them over time? Yeah, so essentially I have a certain uh, rate that I like people to lose body fat at and that's going to be like half a percent to a percent of, of body weight a week mm-hmm. on, on your average loss but so let's say you know let's say we're doing some coaching together and we have a week where you lose like 10 pounds well then i've been way too aggressive with yeah. our calories i'm actually going to crank you up a little bit and so you know maybe that slow crank up over time we actually get to a point where okay let's say you're doing 2500 calories a day and then you lost 10 pounds in a week mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like all right well let's try 2800 and let's see where you land and then you lose two pounds a week and that's that might be closer to where I want you. And then we'll hold there until nothing's really moving the way we want it to. And then I might add you some more training volume and give you some more calories and see if that pulls you down again. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're kind of like looking at these plateaus or expecting where these plateaus are going to be and mm-hmm. kind of like pushing them off um, to keep progress as, as yeah. long as possible. Yeah. And that's, that's essentially where like the majority of the adjustments come from is how did it affect your body weight and how did it affect your training? Gotcha. You know, so if a guy is like, you know, if somebody is just climbing strength right now and their body weight is just like dropping like mad, that doesn't happen too often, but that's essentially what we want. Like if you're someone who's brand new and you're looking to build tissue and lose fat, I'm essentially looking to see your body weight go down over time and your weights in the gym go up over time. Because at that point, like that's when you know that you're just doing something right since mm-hmm. they are, you know, starting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of the big thing there. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So it's a, it's definitely a fun process. I, um, that sounds very fun. Yeah. It's, I think it's, you know, I think it's one of the, the grass is always green on the other, on the other side kind of thing. Cause I've always been someone who's had to be, be uh, mindful of my body fat and not overeating and things like that. Mm. So when I do have someone who's just like fired up and ready to just train hard and eat, and then they're, you know saying that it's too much food or something like that, then I'm like, ah, come on, bro. But, um, no, I'm just kidding. But I, I think, you know, it's, it, can, it can be a lot of fun when you're just focused on building instead of losing all the time. Especially if you're someone who spent a long time losing and now you get to focus on gaining. Because yeah. you, you have to take a whole 180 at your perspective of food, right? You have to start looking at it. I mean, you should have been looking at it as fuel, but now you're really looking at it as fuel and um, what's the way to frame it? Fuel and it's essentially like you're your tools to build a house, man. Like if you want to build muscle, you have to have calories. If you yeah. want to build a house, you got to have wood and a hammer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, yeah, hand. you can't, you can't just expect it to appear out of thin air. You have to give it somewhere to come from. So energy can't be created, only transferred, yeah. you know? I'm excited to use like all this information for, you know, a recomp after this powerlifting meet. 
I don't know. I feel like it would be very valuable. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be cool to see. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Mm. So, all right, we can wrap this one up here. Thank yes, you all sir. for listening. <laughs>